Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, back on the show. Joe Zagacki with you until 8 o'clock. Thanks to Coach L joining us in hour number one. Good review of uh, Miami and Duke and Miami and Florida State. Jeff Borzello from ESPN joins us now, ESPN College Basketball Insider. Jeff, thanks for being with us. How are you doing tonight? Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Uh, let me start with the University of Miami before we go to uh, make it more broad and, and go national. Uh, your thoughts on the University of Miami hard-fought game against Duke. Came up short to Cameron, ran Florida State out of the gym last night. They've surprised me you know, overall for the course of the year, and I, and I think that it's, they're pretty clearly the you know, second-best team in the ACC from a resume perspective, from a – you know, eye test perspective over just over the course of the three months of the season. Uh, you know, I think they're they've, they're in really good shape moving forward resume wise. You know, they have the four quad one wins. They've already beaten Virginia. They don't have to play them again. Um, they get another chance at Duke at home, and so I just think that they're they're really well positioned to get you know probably a five six seed right now. Probably a five if I had to you know make a bracket today. They have the non conference win over Rutgers. I just think that they've they've built up their resume pretty well and that's the ACC there's not a lot of teams in the league that can say that right now because it's pretty competitive top to bottom but there's just not a ton of chances for you know resume boosting wins and and they did some of their they did a lot of their work in the non-league with the Rutgers win as I mentioned with the win over Providence which looks better every week um, and so just from a resume perspective I think they're they're in good shape and I think you know on the floor they're getting better I think Nigel Pack shooting the ball well over the last few weeks has been big. Isaiah Wong, obviously a little bit inconsistent, but I think he had a big bounce back last night. I mean, there was a, a point in December where, you know, I don't think there was a guard in the country playing better basketball than him. And, and so when you have him going, you have Nigel Pack going, and you have North Shadow Mir on the inside, um, you know, I just think that their their first five is as good as, as, you know, probably anybody outside of the elite, elite teams in the country. And so mm-hmm. I, I like their chances uh, to have a pretty good seed come March. And, and again, I think – the way that they play, as we saw last year, they're they're built for to win a couple of games in the tournament. Uh, Coach L, Jim Laranega, uh, I've been around him for twelve years, 
And I, I just think you'd be hard-pressed to find uh, too many coaches that are better than Jim Laranega, especially when, uh, when it comes to uh, game day. Uh, game day and game day adjustments and just somebody who sees the game, uh, I, I think the guy is, is at the top of the game. Yeah, and I think that the one of the the good things about him, I mean, he knows what what Miami's weakness is, and it's it's been the same thing for like five six years now. You know, they don't rebound very well defensively. And he's okay with that. Um, you know, he doesn't try to. He's comfortable in his own skin. He's comfortable saying, "Okay, we're going to be smaller than most teams we play. We're going to get, you know, we're going to give up a couple of second chances, but you know, we're going to do things at the other end of the floor. We're going to force turnovers defensively. We're going to make threes." We're going to get to the rim. We're going to create matchup problems with our, our smaller lineups, and it's going to outweigh whatever they get in terms of second-chance opportunities. You know, he's, he hasn't gone out and said, hey, we got to go 6'10", 6'10", 6'8", across the front line. I, this is how I want to play. This is how I think we can win. And he's done it, uh, like I said, the last five or six years, and it's worked. And and I just it's I commend him for kind of sticking to that and saying this is my philosophy. This is how I want to win. Let's do it again. Uh, you might laugh at this, but um... – do you think the basketball gurus are okay with Miami being good in basketball? <laughs> um, I think I think they are. I think I think uh, some of the NIL drama last spring might have might have uh, I guess dissuaded some of them from being okay with Miami being good. But uh, no, I think it's I think Jim Laranega is is very well liked. I think Miami plays a really fun style of basketball. Um, you know, I just I think a lot of people were impressed with the way they were in the tournament last season, and so yeah, I, I think people are okay. I think they're warming up uh, to the idea of Miami being consistently good in basketball. Okay, all right. Well, I know you you're able to slide the NIL thing in there, but it's everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere to, now. It's not just here. It's everywhere. It is. Uh, you know, it we, we got to go up uh, against Bankai here. Yeah, Miami just happened to be the most public at first, you know, early on, and now it's. I understand. They just seem to. They, they, but hey, it's 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 good. I mean, they were there's a lot of teams playing catch up now, and and I think that Miami as a whole, the athletic department has was did a really good job of getting out ahead of it. But by the way, along those lines, uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how college basketball and college football sustain this model. I mean, something's got to give, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I just, and it's kind of been the question since it it kind of got enacted is is when is the return on investment not going to be there? Um, you know, I just, you know, some of the the numbers that you hear for some of these guys, it's, it's just crazy. And you know, I don't I don't know if that, you know, they're they're worth some of the money that they they're being paid. Now, I, hey, I'm glad that that college athletes or or student athletes are being are getting paid for what they do now. That's fine. I just think at some point some of the bigger spenders are going to say, Hey, this is just not worth it. Um, and, and maybe pull back a little bit. And we've seen some programs go through some lulls this season and, and there's been some locker room drama and things like that. And, you know, finger pointing when certain guys are, are getting more money than others. And it's just, you know, there are some, some issues that are, that are come up with it. I think that it was pretty predictable that this would happen, but um, now we're kind of seeing it play out and, and so I think that in the NCA still does not seem to have a, I don't know, a clear hold or a clear handle on what they want NIL to be. And they're waiting for, you know, Congress to make decisions and states to make decisions and things like that. And so I think that there's still a lot of fine tuning to be done. Um, but, hey, I think that the, you know, 
this is this is kind of what people wanted. They wanted this kind of freeish market. You know, guys can go in the portal and see what they're. Um, you know, there were things like that, and, and, and it's kind of really, really difficult to put the, the toothpaste back in the tube, so to say. Yeah. Well, we just, I just had this conversation in the last hour on Coach L's show that one of the toughest things to do I, is, for a coach is, the, is build a team. I mean, a team that plays yeah. together as a team. And it starts with, you look at kids today uh, in the youth leagues, everything's a showcase tournament. And, you know, they play a showcase tournament to get to a better AAU team. They play showcase tournaments to go from AAU to get a better position maybe in college. And when they get to college, are they looking at it as it's a showcase tournament to get to the NBA? And that's a challenge for the coaches. Then on top of it, you throw money or NIL. Yeah, and I think that the other thing is that everything is sort of a one-year model now. Um, You know, Look back 10 years ago, you know, Iowa State under Fred Hoiberg, when he first came back to college, they were getting all these transfers. It was looked at as some sort of renegade program. And, you know, how are they doing this? Why are they getting so many transfers? This is not the way to build the team. And now if you're not playing, you know, if you're not building your roster on a kind of a one, two-year basis, you're, you know, you're going to struggle. And, you know, I went through probably 100, top 100, top 150 freshmen in the country a, a few weeks ago. I think outside of the five-star guys, there was maybe seven seven or eight guys averaging double figures in points, which is incredibly low uh, compared to, to other years. And it's just, you know, coaches now, they say, all right, I need to win next year. I need to win soon. I'm not going to go out and try to get four or five freshmen. I need four or five guys from the portal that can play for me right now. I know they can produce. I know that what they've done in college, I, I trust that more than the number 78 freshman who might take a year and a half uh, to, to really make an impact. It's just, you know, they, they don't, the trust now is way more for experienced guys from the portal. And, and it's just, there's really no time for a four year rebuild anymore. Jeff Borzello from ESPN is our guest talking college basketball. Uh, for a second, let's talk high school basketball. Uh, you have up on ESPN.com scouting the 2023 McDonald's all Americans. And one of those McDonald's all Americans, his name is, his last name is James. And uh, his first name is Bronny. <laughs> and he's yeah, got some pretty he, good he's, offers. He's good enough. He's good enough. I'm, I'm, he is good enough to to be a McDonald's All American. I know that's been yeah. kind of the backlash. It's like, oh, he's only in because of his dad. I honestly think that it's gotten to the point where he's underrated. Uh, he is a legitimate top thirty-ish prospect in the country. Um, you know, I think early in high school he was. You know, I mean, he came into high school with just outlandish expectations because of who his father is. And it's, it's been impressive to me that he's been able to, you know, he doesn't have the insane athleticism or shooting ability or the power and the strength that his father does. But, you know, early in his high school career, when he was one of the younger players playing with other highly ranked players, he was fine being a glue guy, a role player, making shots, playing defense. He's still really good at, at making shots in the front He's an elite defender. But now he's added things to his game. He's developed his game. He's improved to the point where, yeah, I mean, is, is he a surefire top 20 prospect in the class? No. But to, to, for him to be in Downs All-American, I don't think it's crazy. I think he's right in that conversation. And I think he's, he's legitimately one of the better two-way offense-defense guards in the class. He's got some great offers. So uh, you think, I guess he'll go to college, right? He's not, gonna, he's not uh, a guy that skips college and goes right to the NBA, is he? 
Well, I mean, his his options right now would be if if he didn't want to go to college, it would be the G League or overtime elite. Yeah. Um, I think his dad wants to play with him before he retires, and so that would, you know, he would spend his one year likely in college unless unless he wants to go to one of these other alternate paths and then go to the NBA. And you know, he's not a clear cut one and done guy on paper, but he is Bronny James. And if LeBron says, "Hey, I want to play with my son," I'll sign with you for a year if you draft him. Hey, that's that's a, right. uh, um, you know, that's a scenario that some teams would have to weigh. But no, I, he's a legitimate prospect in his own right. Um, I think he'll contribute year one right away in college. And like you said, he's got schools. You know, Oregon. You know, he would play at Oregon. He would play at USC. He would play at, um, you know, Ohio State's the only kind of known visit he's taken. He took an unofficial there. You know, he he would play year one at all these places. Uh, and like I said, I think it's gotten to the point where people are saying, oh, he's only doing this because of his dad, whatever. He's legitimate, a legitimate player in his own right, and he would be an impact, impact freshman next season. You have a piece up on Dan Hurley. Miami played uh, UConn a couple years ago. He's very demonstrative on the sidelines. What did you find that was so interesting about Dan Hurley? It's a very interesting family. It is, and, you know, the – the sideline antics are not unique to him in terms of the Hurley family. I mean, obviously his brother Bobby at Arizona State is like that. Their father, Bob, one of the greatest high school coaches in, in history, was like that at St. Anthony, New Jersey. And, and the what I found fascinating is over the past decade, he the sideline stuff has not really stopped in terms of him going at referees and things like that. But off the court, he is nothing like you would see on the sidelines. And, you know, he was telling me that there was a moment, you know, I guess 10 years ago when he was at Wagner that he, he just could not, he was almost paralyzed from the idea of losing. He would almost prevent him from doing anything during the day. You know, he told me he was hiding under his desk 90 minutes before a game at Wagner. You know, he just, he just, he was just so, you know, unable to, to operate, just so paranoid about losing. He said, if it keeps going like this, I was going to give it up. I was going to retire. He said he's had no joy. He found no joy in coaching. Um, and he said he, he called Billy Donovan and he said, Hey man, I'm, I'm melting down. Like, help me out. What can I do? And he said, he started, you know, reading, uh, you know, started meditating. He started reading books, motivational books, things like that. You know, he got into a routine that allowed him to, to kind of deal with losses a lot better. And now, you know, when I went there, they were coming off a two game losing streak and he was not, he was fine with it, but he was, you know, off the court. He's, he's very mild mannered. He's kind of always been that way, but, now he just he he just absorbs and deals with the wins and losses a lot better. He's able to kind of separate his kind of on court persona to his off court persona, his at practice persona to his at home persona. Um, so it's just the the self improvement, the awareness to say, hey, I have to change. I can't do this. Uh, you know, I can't keep coaching this way. Uh, I just thought that was really impressive. Uh, I always think that's why a college coach has would have a tough time. Now, Billy Donovan's been able to do it, going from college to the uh, NBA. It's the losing. Yeah, and they, I mean, it's college coaches have have control over everything in their programs. You know, recruiting and you know marketing, and they, they a lot of these guys want their hands in every single thing that goes on in programs. They want to kind of micromanage things. That's just how they're wired. And the NBA, it's not like that. You go, you coach your guys. The front office does the, the free agency, the draft. Um, you know, you go to practice and, and, you know, you don't have that connection with the guys that you do in college. It's just not the same. And so I think for a lot of college coaches who like doing that, that want to be part of every second of everything that goes on in their program, it's just really difficult to, 
adjust to the NBA style of coaching. I don't know if this story is under the radar or not, uh, but I want to ask you about this particular player. And for two weeks, the country kind of captivated by DeMar Hamlin. Keontae Johnson had a heart cardiac situation for the Gators against Florida State and sat out the year, uh, was rescued on the court. Uh, a cardiologist jumped out of the stands to rescue him in Tallahassee during the COVID year. And I don't know if many people remember that, but he's playing at a very high level now for Kansas State. Yeah, I mean, he's third in the Big 12 and scoring third in rebounding. It's funny, I actually talked to Jerome Tang, the head coach of Kansas State, earlier tonight. And I said, you know, what, what kind of convinced you to take a risk on a guy who had not played in two years? And he, while he was at Baylor, he coached, you know, guys like Jared Butler and, and, and other players that had heart issues that came back and were able to perform. And so he didn't really have any concern about that once Keontae was cleared to play. But, I mean, I don't think anyone thought that he would get back to the form he showed at Florida when he was SEC preseason player of the year before that season. But he's been unbelievable, and he's gotten better. You know, I, yeah. it's almost like the the time off, the time watching games maybe allowed him to see, you know, what he was doing wrong, what he could pick up. But he's been unbelievable. Kansas State's been the biggest surprise team in the country. You know, pick 12th in the uh, pick 10th, last place in the Big 12 in the preseason, up to number five in the country despite Tuesday's loss to Iowa State. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a really, I mean, it, like you said, I mean, it's it's almost flown under the radar given how kind of crazy and and heartwarming I guess it is that he's playing this well two years after collapsing on the court and doing nothing basketball wise since then to return to his you know his 2020 form before he collapsed yeah well the University of Miami made a great run last year they were a uh, they were a uh, a Raiders dream I think because their answer their 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 press conferences were great so I'm hopeful They'll make another great run this year. Plus, I hate losing as well, like uh, like Danny Hurley. But um, <laughs> you've been a, a great guest, Jeff. Thank you for being with us. And uh, we'll see what happens with the University of Miami. And hopefully, we can talk with you on our show again. That sounds great. Thanks for having me on. Okay, Jeff Borzello joining us from ESPN, ESPN College Basketball Insider. I'm an insider on automobiles. I'm an in- insider when it comes to Williamson Buick GMC. And what I can tell you is new Buicks are arriving daily at Williamson. And what does that mean for you? Well, because I'm an insider, I can tell you that the new Buick Encore, a five-person SUV with a style, performance, and technology that's perfectly sized to handle whatever life throws at you, is available right now. As an insider at Williamson, I can tell you the new Buick Enclave with an exciting new look that brings together the idea of a family vehicle and luxury. To get your new Buick, visit Williamson's beautiful facility, conveniently located on US 1 and 104th Street, just south of the Palmetto, or online at WilliamsonAutomotiveGroup.com. Get the most out of the South Florida lifestyle and experience the new Buick from your premier Buick dealership, Williamson Buick GMC. Williamson is Miami. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.